Hello and welcome to episode three of Lifting the Veil podcast. I'm your host, Colin Carter, and today we are going to be discussing all things Six Nations and previewing the opening round of the tournament. I'm joined today by fellow rugby enthusiast, David Poff. Uh, thanks, William, for coming on the podcast. Uh, David, you're very welcome. Thanks, Mill, for having me, Colin. Looking forward to this. Yeah, so obviously we'll we'll uh, dive straight in and we'll obviously the the tournament starting tomorrow with the Wales France game. Uh, interesting enough on the Friday night kickoff. So, uh, what are your thoughts on the French? I think the French obviously struggled hugely in 2018, but I think Friday night lights, home crowd. I'm favouring them for tomorrow night. Oh yeah, no, because I no, because I see that the bookies have it like evens, evens, evens so. on both. Yeah. yeah, actually back to Welsh myself because although I know Garrett Davies is starting, he's actually like I was surprised to see that Garrett Davies didn't get the nod now that he was fit. Maybe he's only half he fit. He must but, be struggling, I think, a little bit if yeah. he's not starting. I still really back though, Tom uh, Tomas Williams, like and just generally the Welsh have unbelievable depth at nine. But yeah, I just think that better. Like I think it's a better coach better balanced team and a really really back uh, Hadley Parks and uh, Jonathan Davies in the field yeah Wales should be favourites 9 in a row uh, going into it uh, won their last 10 out of 12 I believe Jeez. so they're a real dark horse at the moment third in the world as yeah. well which a lot of people kind of forget I think um, but I just think the French at home I know they have struggled but with a home crowd on a Friday night first game of the Six Nations yeah uh, if they turn up, it could be could be a good game. Yeah, and like a, one thing I did notice with the French, the backline is like, it's from one end of the spectrum to another. It's like Morgan Parra, who obviously who was obviously in like his early thirties, like a ridiculous amount of caps for France, for France, and then like like Romain Antimac, who I think has another. He he still has another year of twenties. He's still only nineteen. Yeah, yeah, only nineteen. So, and uh, then you have like in the pack, we obviously saw. Obviously, I I was a massive fan of him. Uh, Demba Bamba he plays for Leon. he was absolutely scintillating last year in the 20s World Cup just with offloads and he was just proper French fair he was unbelievable so um, yeah like I'm just very intrigued on how like France would like settle into the game I saw sat on Twitter there that only three only three players from last year's uh, Wales-France game are in the squad for France oh, okay so, like, that's very interesting Um, I think Having Morgan Parra and Fofana back maybe is a bit of the old French team. They can go back to that kind of style, but as you said, there are only three of them that started the last game. Yeah. Last nation. Uh, it's just you never really know what you're gonna get with France. I think that's the kind of like it's it's kind of anxious. Like as a, as an away team, you're looking at like France in the opener, like because they have all these attacking threats, but like it's it's just a very anxious kind of opener to have like going to Paris remember Ireland last year you never really know who's going to turn up because if they do turn up they can blow anyone out the water so that's the thing about last year like Ireland scraped that with a 45 metre drop kick from Sexton so yeah. if France do turn up tomorrow night um, I really do back them at home Friday night and home crowd but again what you said with Wales nine, nine in a row going yeah. into it like, like I just don't understand how Wales are third favourites for this for the tournament like I know like obviously England like they are a good side and they have the likes of Billy and etc back from injury but like just on, like they've gone so under the radar like they they won they they won all their autumn internationals and they have an like they have an incredible depth yeah like, I think like Liam, Liam Williams starting tomorrow night's very exciting I know yeah. Halfpenny hasn't played in three months now nearly yeah. with concussion yeah I, I, like, I even think that Halfpenny would struggle to get into the team at this stage um, 
being like having absolutely everyone fully available but yeah now that is another kind of I guess that big headline at the moment still getting headaches three months later yeah that concussion remember that happened to Underhill as well last year mm. he um he got um he got injured in the 20 uh 2018 autumn internationals against Australia and he wasn't back until like the second game of the Six Nations so just the reoccurring headaches I remember we saw it with uh uh happy uh Shantane happy the New Zealand um the former uh all black he he was like he has like there was an article um done by him and he was like having like reoccurring headaches and uh getting like easily frustrated with his kids so there definitely is and even, even there uh, during the week the oh Pat Lambie Pat Lambie yeah Patrick yeah Pat Lambie only, t- only 28 20, 28 29 yeah. yeah so it's really becoming a big thing over the last few years and like what it's like three months later and half and he's still getting headaches yeah that could be very bad for Wales now coming up to the World Cup if he doesn't if he doesn't go yeah no um, it would definitely kind of like like stretch them because they have been like incredibly injury prone like George North has had a ridiculous amount of concussions yeah, as well another one, yeah. so like yeah, obviously to have like those lads even even if they even if everyone is fit they're not first string it's so often that like second string and third string players come into a World Cup or we saw with Stephen Donalds like he was <laughs> yeah. he was carrying a few kegs there um, at, uh, at the 2011 World Cup ended up coming on and kicking the winner so that's probably what the best thing Schmidt's done over the last few years has had kind of that seamless change from Ireland's first choice into third choice and they still perform exactly yeah at that level so are Wales building that now with yeah I think so sure like I was having a look at um, uh, at who were Wales were missing so they have um, so Shingler did his ACL in in May and he was starting for them last season he's getting on though in terms of he's only really broken into the properly broken into the international scene and he's 30 I couldn't believe how old he was but um, he was playing. He he played a massive role for Scarlets when they won the, um, when they won the Pro Fourteen twenty seventeen. That's when he kind of broke through. But uh, so he did his ACL in May. He's out. And then Ellis Jenkins, I was very impressed with him. He uh, he also did his ACL in the final in the final minute of the Australia game in the Millennium. So that was incredible. Unfortunately, it was only like that was only like it was literally last play and. He just got like his knee caught, and oh, it was a nasty one. Um, and then Falato out as well. Yeah, Falato obviously broke his arm. Yeah, he's a massive loss. Man. Yeah, so yeah, that's one thing that I, that I would be kind of anxious if I was well. Uh, they're they they would be a bit stretched at eight. Like if Moriarty R- Moriarty playing eight, he's only just back, and like and then they'd have Tipperick at seven and N- Nvidi at six. Yeah, yeah, that be uh, the back row. Yeah, now it's in the back row. The back row uh, yeah, tomorrow yeah. is Navidi. Um, who I actually really back Tipperick and yeah Tipperick yeah. is always always get, brings like nice balance to the back row yeah. with a bit of pace and he's kind of a very complete open side and then yeah Moriarty I'm not sure about Moriarty I know he was very young going on the Lions tour there a few years ago and he was kind of a midweek player but I think he's been kind of injury prone so I think coming back this is a huge Six Nations for him anyway yeah big time he really needs to kind of fill in for Falatow now yeah definitely and step up um, especially against like what is an absolutely enormous French, French team. Um, I read today that 150 st- stone, I think, yeah. is the combined weight. It's ludicrous. Like it could be the biggest ever. I think they, yeah. they're saying. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, one thing I would be worried about. I know he had an absolute shocker in terms of the French discipline. Um, this is part part of the part and parcel. The reason why I went for Wales is. 
uh, their second row Sebastian Vamahina he, he's just clumsy he's just clumsy he was absolutely terrible against Ireland uh, if you remember the rook before Sexton kicked kicked um, kicked a drop goal he he should have been pinged but like you know, like reps are kind of like very lenient on like teams in like final play when it's such a small margin and they're within kicking goal so they're very reluctant to give like a controversial penalty especially against a home crowd like or a big cauldron but like it was a clear pen against him and I just, I just really think that he's a liability. Uh, like France often have uh, a lot of disciplinary, disciplinary issues, so I just think he will play a negative role for France. And starting at the back three is Liam Williams, uh, North, and, and uh, Josh Adams. Josh Adams is yeah, starting. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So it's kind of good balance. The good Steph Evans. Yeah, Steph Evans. Hard. Hard on him, yeah. Potentially, is he? I'm not 100 sure if he's injured or not. But because he was dropped earlier by Scarlets. He's playing for their A team a good bit at the start. Really? He? Yeah. Yeah. No, because they because no, Scarlets do have good depth with uh, obviously Dave McNichol. You can play wing and fullback, and then they have Pridey as well there. Um, and then Anscombe at ten instead of Dan Bigger. Yeah. To be honest, I haven't like I always really rated Dan Bigger, but I haven't seen like I've seen Anscombe. He but he's never like I would. If I was picking the team from what I saw, I would just have bigger on because I I've seen so much of bigger. I know what he can do, and I know he's just a very well-rounded player. But really good at uh, kick chase. Yeah, yeah. like unbelievably good. Yeah, yeah. during that try he scored in the I think it was Rugby World Cup in twenty fifteen. He like he was, it was like an up and under caught it and then offloaded it and suddenly went in under the post. So it was it was in yeah. Twickenham, but um, yeah, like. I'm still semi on like like in my eyes Anscombe I'm not a hundred percent sure on him, but like he's been playing like he whenever I have seen him play he does seem very solid. Obviously he was playing a good bit of fullback. He played fullback. Remember there was the controversial try no try this time last year in uh, in that English game. So I'm very interested to see how he goes. And uh, then Hadley Parks and Jonathan Davies in the center. Yeah, like a, like I'm Hadley abs- Parks probably one of the most solid players. Yeah, at twelve at the moment. I'm an absolute Hadley Parks like enthusiast. I think he's one of the one of the most well-rounded centers in the world. Jamie Roberts, he's really yeah, he's really stepped up. Jersey, yeah, yeah. And then Jonathan Davies is just world class. Yeah, he's, he just is. He's just been like obviously Lions, several test caps for the Lions, and uh, obviously Oxy was uh, injured for. Um, like has been really unfortunate ACLs and stuff like that but uh, for like Hadley Parks I just think like he's been an absolute find and Jonathan Davies brother's out injured at the moment yeah I remember was it so he's obviously the open side James Davies yeah yeah, yeah. James he's, he's actually very good as well yeah he played sevens for Great Britain when they came was it third in the really? Olympics yeah I think he, he was on the Great Britain team wow I, know, yeah. I, know, like, like, I never knew that but yeah. Uh, yeah he's very good and also he's another uh, add to that back row that like I didn't even mention him earlier when we were and Thomas Young as well yeah, is yeah. he on the bench uh, Thomas Young as in Dai Young yeah really yeah he was, he was in the squad anyway I'm not sure if he made the bench or not um, yeah I'm not sure I'd have to have another look at it but uh, he's another one he was playing really well for Wasp last yeah. year um, he was actually involved in that uh, instance you see that thing that was it, it, it was talked about on the rugby pod stamping the yeah the yeah, spit, yeah, yeah. The spit, yeah yeah I remember uh, and he only got a week banned for that yeah dude he was kicking off and uh, then Joe Marler him on Twitter yeah yeah he yeah. kept on adding him yeah <laughs> and then like Joe Marler was like trying to like defend like because obviously he's in with Harlequins with him and he's trying to defend uh, 
he was just like oh it didn't constitute like a proper like spit condensing because it was a bit of a but he got given to get given two weeks and then because it was good disciplinary yeah. got a week yeah yeah it was something it was something pretty minor and then so. James Lowe got four for the yeah that was a bit ludicrous and then back down to two yeah. yeah actually like James Lowe was in like he was like I'm not surprised to see him get reduced like he doesn't have like doesn't have a bad bone in him that was just a bit of a that was just a complete misjudgment obviously no so uh, Da Young Sun didn't make the bench it's Corey Hill in the second row and then A Wainwright oh uh, Wainwright um, yeah I saw Murray Kinsler going on him he put up a few gifts of him uh, like I know very little about him I think he's like very young though but Corey Hill um, Corey Hill can play back row as well as second row oh, so yeah. that kind of explains the battle of the hookers is that going to be a big one yeah. Ken, Owen, Ken Owens against Ken Owens against Garado yeah. yeah that's my starting one I, both are just two really good hookers yeah like. two really good leaders um, and um, is actually uh, the French the racing hooker Camille Chat. Yeah, he's like only he's only our age and like he's he's coming through I'm not sure if he's even on the bench I think he might be injured because I saw uh, Zarzeski was playing for Rasson I think Camille Shaw was injured but he is another absolute beast he's like the future of France at, uh, at Hooker whenever uh, Garada finishes up uh, so I suppose like uh, it's probably not fair just to talk about Wales' injury on our France with a few in the pack too and Alan Wynne Jones captain again another yeah. Six Nations he's just so good like I just back him he has to go down he's probably one of the best test players yeah unbelievable player yeah so consistent and he plays every year doesn't seem to get injured that often yeah he like I'd say he like looks after his body very well like, in terms of recovery and stuff because yeah. he's getting there so like you know yourself but um, yeah so um, who else do we have down uh so yeah we talked about Anscombe and Bigger back row crisis so yeah more about France sorry I just want to touch on out half what are your thoughts views and concerns obviously there's the two there's the two out halves in like in the squad which is Lopez and uh, Lopez and Bellew but then they have like they say that uh, Baptiste Saran who's the Borda Bagla he's been playing 10 a little bit of 10 for um He's the sub nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a sub nine that can cover ten. Yeah, yeah, that can well. cover ten. But I just think ten is a bit of a grey area for France. They've been jumping. I remember it was police on, and they were kind of jumping between. Um, they seem to produce like, a good few out half from the twenties the last kind of two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. But then, have they just not broken in, or are they playing? Well, like the like as in the twenties last year, their ten was Antimac, who's now playing. He's playing twelve. Yeah, he's playing twelve, yeah. but in the closing stages of the of the uh, 20s tournament Antimac actually shifted to 12 and then Louis Carbonell came in he's the 10 he uh, he plays for Toulon and he actually came on there last weekend for like the last 15 minutes against Stade Francais so that's one where they scored in the last minute yeah yeah yeah. Uh, with Plisson just not wanting to tackle only jogged yeah, yeah oh yeah, that was scandalous yeah. like. another Goody Goody was tweeting about yeah, that yeah 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 but like Riley Sal that was scandalous but um yeah, Carbonell came on, scored. He then missed the conversion that would have tied it, but then they ended up winning everywhere. So it's all a lot anyway. of people on Twitter were giving out about Dupont. Yeah, uh, so he didn't even make the match day twenty three. No, he didn't make. He's the been unbelievable for. Yeah, he's been class. Toulouse, like yeah. he's on like an absolute. He's on a massive contract to Toulouse. Is he? Yeah, one hundred and fifty k a year, and um, he like he's only twenty one. Like, yeah. Uh, which and he's been class, but like like France like. We can talk about the French nines all day. Sure, Machinot is not even in the squad, so like that's just how healthy they are at nine. 
Yeah, they love a nine who can kick as well. It's such yeah. a French thing that the nine. They're just there must like, be something in the contract that the nine has to yeah it's just, has to be left footed has to kick yeah like they properly like you have to like good place kicker and just like an all round baller like um I do think it is a bit scandalous I know he's only come back from injury but like the fact that the national didn't get in the squad there, mu- there must be some politics in French rugby as well as that but yeah yeah he's a class player. And as you said, they've so much choice. Yeah, like like, like even the sub, you know, the sub racing, uh, Ibranin uh, or yeah, Teddy Ibranin. He's he he um, he started against Leinster, um, in the Harding Cup final last year because Mashno did his ACL, uh, the week before the game or something. Everyone was like, "Oh, who's this guy coming in?" And he was class. And I've been watching a bit of Top Fourteen. He's one of the most natural people on the board. You know those people who just like have so much time they look so so na- yeah so yeah they're so relaxed yeah. and so comfortable on the pitch it's unbelievable but um it's obviously really tough to come back from an acl injury as well though yeah it's just to like even mentally yeah so i think they could just be they could just be resting he could come into the team next week if yeah if i'd say like as in i back in yeah i'd say there's a chance that we will see marshall at some stage um but yeah they are so healthy at nine so Oh no! I just can't wait for Friday. There's such a good buzz around the city. Uh, like, how many minutes do you think Bamba's gonna get off the bench? Oh, I don't know. Is I he a twenty-minute man or ten-minute man? I don't know. Like whatever it is, it's gonna be explosive. So, uh, I'm just looking forward to seeing him uh, trot on, like, and uh, just bring some impact and just flair to uh, the French in the last fifteen minutes of the game. But yeah, um, nice to see Fofana back after a couple of injuries. Well. Yeah, at, he's, thir- at thirteen though, not twelve. Isn't yeah, he? he's usually yeah. twelve, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I was also surprised not to see uh, Henry Chivancy in the squad. He's uh, he's the thirteen. He's an absolute bruiser, and he's been playing a good bit for France. But uh, yeah, like I guess they just went with Altamac instead and shifted. Uh, and then Bastro not even making the twenty-three. Yeah, I like. So we're obviously gone for something different in this Six Nations. Maybe. Ex- yeah, I think that's the kind of like uh, a statement by by France because they have been a bit one-dimensional in the past. Really, just trying to like. Like, he does get about four turnovers a game yeah on like, average like uh, yeah yeah no he's great over the ball but like you know you can see him coming from a mile off bit slow in the turn etc so i don't think he really gets beaten that much in the outside does he as a 13 like, i just think he is a bit of a liability his discipline isn't great he and he gets a bit passionate with the referee and you don't want the ref turning on you early as well which is another thing like he's there's no great disciplinary record but um yeah i just can't i just can't wait for the start of six nations like there's such good buzz around the city I was in uh, I was walking up Grafton Street earlier and like just like the Irish uh, merchandise out in force like obviously it's freezing at the moment so scarves etc it just seems that but it really is the best game to start the whole oh stop with yeah. Ireland England and yeah and France Wales yeah yeah it doesn't get any better like and to, and to have it's it's like it's nice having the French game on Friday as well really get built into yeah, Saturday yeah exactly and then just but um, yeah so so your prediction what are you going for so Wales yeah I have Wales to be France uh, I just think they're I'm going to go for France and be controversial okay yeah okay you're right at home yeah um, I just think Wales are better coach just more well rounded and I just think they're going to go out and do a, a job do a job on a disorganised France I'm going to say yeah lost 8 out of the last 11 I think yeah France and then Wales nine in a row. Yeah, exactly. Just like low key dark horses. Um, could this be the turning point for France, building into a World Cup? Yeah, it could be. It could be. Fair. Like it's an absolutely massive game, because like it kind of it's like it sets the tone for for their year. Like as in in terms of like momentum in a World Cup year, it's everything. Like it's where belief. Like this is like the bottom. So like if you just keep winning, winning, the belief is gonna skyrocket. 
because obviously now June tours this year, yeah. so it's Six Nations, then Heineken Cup and uh, league campaigns, and then yeah, that's and then you're rolling into the World Cup. Then yeah. your warm up games, and then it's World Cup. Yeah, so like it's it's like now is basically the mock like. Yeah. Is it like are you time. like are like let's see this is like how you're fixed for the World Cup right now, so um yeah so we'll move on to the the big cracker yeah so the Ireland game so first thing we have to address is Henshaw at fifteen that has to be the biggest talking point in a while in an Irish yeah. kind of team selection week um you think it's gonna happen uh yeah like I'm like I'm almost certain it, it like I know the team's not officially out. But like I'm there's almost a certain. lot of paper talk about yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot of paper talk, and um, I, I think he's a hundred percent playing fifteen. I know the team's out tomorrow, but like I'd be shocked if he's not playing fifteen. And Just can you recall the last time he played fifteen off no. the top of your head? No, like maybe for maybe for Connacht, like I think <laughs> it was. I'm not sure if it was this year or at the end of last year. Leinster played out in Italy away. Really. And I think he got someone got injured or he either started I think someone got injured 20 minutes in yeah and he played the last he shifted into fullback he shifted into fullback for the last 60 I don't know I just think that he's just a a great footballer like in terms of like he can he's he's that well rounded as a player that like I feel I personally feel comfortable uh, with him playing like anywhere in terms of I just think I I know it's loose to say that in terms of this is like the top like topper echelon of like 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 international rugby you're playing against one of the best teams in the world so just to like throw someone in so-called out of position but I just don't don't think it is something he's played there for a lot of his career with Connacht yeah. and before that but is he heavier now than he was back when he was at Connacht yeah about 110 kilos now I'd say is he 105 yeah I know he is heavy but I don't know, like, I don't know I'm sure he'll still be able to move after all those crash balls at 12 over the last 2-3 years with Ireland yeah and even like especially with the with the amount of pace that uh England have like I know Farrell is a is a big fan for a, for a deep kick for like Johnny May just a spot space like if he's out, even like positioning if Henshaw gets out of position like if he does a diagonal ball Johnny May is one of the fastest fastest white men on earth so <laughs> like he'll be streaming up the line so yeah it's like I'd be more concerned in terms of familiarity and positioning for Henshaw yeah because I remember actually James Tracy was on I think it was the left wing. Yeah. And he was talking about how Ireland have so few five meter lineouts. Yeah. Because Carney's just always in position. Yeah. And I think someone did a stat on it in the last four years or three years. Yeah. Ireland have had the fewest five meter lineouts, I think, of top something like that, yeah. Really? I'd look into that, yeah. I, I believe it now, like like I would yeah. believe it and like this is not to like have shots at Rob Carney or anything, but like uh, I don't think he's fully fit and that was very much suggested by his performance against a second string Scarlet team because I didn't actually was... get to see the game but just seeing that he got whipped off with 20 minutes ago I was like he's playing next weekend if he only played yeah 60 minutes that's what was in my head yeah no that, that's perfectly logical when you go on Twitter you talk to people and they were like he missed two or three tackles he yeah yeah, so he got like absolutely done by the on the outside I saw that yeah. uh, by the seven like, yeah. which was just like in fairness the seven is a guy called Dan Davies and he is class he's a good prospect very young he's shit quick as well but um, it's uh, just very yeah. unlike Schmidt to do something like that yeah the week of a... the, like I don't think there's like it's I don't think it's purely down to like form as in like I don't think it's just like oh he had a bad game last week we're, we're dropping him after after all he's done and yeah, the many times two, he's two been two wins down. against the All Blacks yeah and three Grand Slams 
Yeah, and like the amount of time he's been doubted. Like I, I remember there was times a couple of years ago, like oh, Carney get him out. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah, and like he's constantly come back and yeah. had great performances. So I don't think it's purely down to that performance whatsoever. I like I just don't think he's fit. Do you think it's a bit of Schmidt just kind of? pushing him a little bit to seeing that there is options there before the World Cup yeah yeah true to you could, and then, could really up his game then. yeah um, yeah yeah no exactly and also yeah. with obviously Larmer and Addison Larmer yeah, yeah like it is it might be perceived as a bit of a mugging uh, on like Larmer being like oh like fuck uh, they'd rather reposition a centre than uh, than put me in, in there against in a big team but I don't I don't think that's the right way to look at it if like if I was Larmer I'd be more thinking of like Bundy has been unbelievable at 12 he's showed good like, oh, chemistry he's, he's performed every game under Schmidt exactly so yeah. if I was Larmer I'd think about I wouldn't think about it in the negative aspect I'd be like oh they're trying to reshuffle to keep me out or, or anything because I don't think that's the case he's, I think been, he's been unbelievable as well for Schmidt like yeah. he came on 13 last year and did a job him, and then he came on every single Six Nations game yeah. Australia tour did he come on every single game early um, on as well I think yeah yeah, yeah. and performed really well so I think Schmidt definitely likes him. I I don't think it's. I still think it is harsh though. Yeah. But, like Henshaw's a really good footballer and like really really fit. Yeah. Huge engine. So. Exactly. Like it's exciting. It's really exciting to see that. Um, yeah. Um. But yeah, you can't. You couldn't drop Bundy. You couldn't drop Bundy. Yeah. I like. I I I I'd, I'd say like it wouldn't be really dropping Bundy, because I know Henshaw was injured, but like. I just don't think Larmer should view it as a, like as a negative towards. I, I just think that basically it was a reshuffle and like he like I still think he will get to twenty three jersey. And Carney will, or Larmer? No, um, I think Larmer will get. I th- think like, Larmer will get twenty three. Yeah, because I think Carney isn't fit and that's the reason why. Would um, you not go for someone like Will Addison either at twenty three? That's what I'm. I'm kind of pushing towards. Yeah, Will I know. My team here. Yeah, no. Funny you actually say that because that discussion was going off and uh, we have a we WhatsApp group and a lot of people are saying Addison. I just like, just because he can cover thirteen and fifteen. I know yeah. Larmer can, but I think Addison obviously he's played there for Ulster a lot yeah. this year, so he's more comfortable there. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of people are saying, and like it is a very valid point. I just personally think that I just think Addison is kind of unproven in terms of at the at the highest level. And like fair enough, he was he was great against. I'm not saying that he's a, like he's not up not up to it. I just I haven't seen him play against like in top international because he hasn't played in top yeah the Argentina game is probably the biggest one he's played yeah no like yeah that's probably the biggest game of the day and like and he wasn't even meant to start that game yeah because Henshaw pulled out in the yeah in, yeah, in the warm up um, but the thing I heard was that Schmidt had brought him into camp down in Australia yeah well, that's huge I just to that. train before he had come over for Ulster yeah so Schmidt obviously had raided him for a while before yeah now you know he is uh, like he is like obviously his versatility makes him. That's why I think he's, he's a shoe in for that World Cup thirty one. I think. I reckon he will get in the get in the World Cup squad, but I'm not hundred percent sure on the twenty three. But I'd a be lot surprised of people, after Schmidt doing that, not to. Yeah, not to include him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously because obviously he really rates him. Yeah. But like I just think he's unproven at the highest level, so that's why I would I would have Larmer at twenty three. Okay. Um. But. And there's a few other big calls in this this team this twenty three for me. Yeah. Uh, my next one would be obviously Van der Flair will start at 7 yeah that was probably a talking point on Monday or Tuesday yeah but then obviously as the week goes on it, it looks like he's going to be starting at 7 yeah yeah no he will start at 7 yeah, yeah. and then you have O'Brien to cover 20 yeah I think O'Brien will be on the bench yeah, yeah um, because O'Brien. I think if you start O'Brien you wouldn't really put Josh in the bench yeah he can only really cover 7 can he yeah no whereas O'Brien can cover 
six, yeah. seven, and eight. Yeah, six, seven, and eight. Yeah, yeah. and also like I, I just think like O'Brien would bring on like a kind of like the way O'Brien and Josh are in terms of players. I think like Brian O'Brien would bring a sort of a different impact to the game. Obviously, Josh would come big on. leader, good talker. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, yeah. and kind of bring in more of an explosive ball carrying when like Josh is more of an absolute just workhorse turnovers and stuff obviously Josh will be still good to come on and as like clear right tire in terms of turnovers and stuff I just like they're just different players like that was probably one of my when I was picking my team on Monday or Tuesday was it going to be O'Brien or Josh but it makes more sense to probably put Josh in yeah. seven as then... in I could yeah no as in I, I like I firmly believe that Josh is going to start seven and probably play 60-65 minutes and probably have a ludicrous if, if someone doesn't get injured yeah yeah and probably have an absolutely ludicrous tackle account and <laughs> yeah. a, few, a few turnovers yeah, no, no missed tackles uh, the next one for me is probably the 19 jersey have you yeah. talked about that one yeah um, Delan or Quinn Rue yeah I know we, we are a bit stressed are we with sorry yeah one thing I have written down here Ty Byrne oh abs, abs, what a miss what a miss absolutely gutted for him oh. and um, Henderson as well after getting man of the match in that last Champions Cup game. Yeah, yeah, no, he was very. But good. Ty Byrne has been. <sighs> I think he's like the he's like obviously he's nominated for European Player of the Year at the moment. And I think have, he's the front runner for. They've it. named fifteen for that. Yeah. And that gets down to five, I think, after the quarters. Yeah. The semi. Yeah, and then yeah, and, and, then, and then. Oh, he's making that top five. Oh, all definitely. Day, all day, like yeah. his turnovers are just ludicrous. He's tied. He's tied for the top turnover with, um, with oh, it's someone playing for Montpellier. You're guaranteed. Yeah. Three or four games. Like. Him. I would go as far as saying that I would think that I wouldn't be sure if that monster would have gotten would have 100% gotten through their group without his performance no not at all yeah. and I think Conor Murray said it really well last year he said because obviously there's big money on the table from England France yeah. everywhere for Conor Murray what an unbelievable player he is Like, but he was just saying something's building that monster and he was saying it kind of two years ago three years ago yeah. but last year really with Joey and Tyg signing yeah like there could be something really special in May now. Yeah. If Munster keep going, I have to keep them fit, of course. Yeah. Um. I do think. I think Munster have found that kind of piece of the jigsaw they were looking for. Yeah. No. With, with Tyburn and Joey. Yeah. No. Exactly. I like. I think they were kind of. A, they were a team with a few great players and then a few young players. Like recently, they were kind of coming through, but they've kind of filled their weaknesses. Massively. I thought, yeah. I thought they were a bit stretched the second row. They had like, uh, like. Like I know Billy Holland came on and scored like uh, he's like, playing unbelievable. Yeah, he's yeah. unbelievable, but I just I don't think he's like he's up to the top, like up to top, uh, club rugby. And then obviously you have John Klein, who's an absolute bruiser. I do rate him. Then they have Tyburn and John Klein in the row in the engine room now, which I thought was a slight weakness before Tiger arrived. And then like their back row, Peter Amani, um then they have uh, Tommy O'Donnell or Chris Collette yeah oh, no, sorry, not Collette. Uh, Chris uh, Cleote Cleote yeah I, then, like, he's injured at the moment and Tommy O'Donnell plays unbelievable every time he's fit but he's yeah. just been so unlucky yeah those leg breaks I think he's going for shoulder surgery again now is he yeah Yeah. I remember he in the lead up to the World Cup in uh, we were playing Tremor we played Wales in like a warm up game and he like dislocated his hip yeah over there and then you remember he came back and he broke his leg against Cass last year and you could see it was like a bad break like he's just been I think he was in Ireland camp recently enough like I don't know off the top of my head but yeah. um, I think yeah, he like, was called back in a few months ago like he's a really good player like yeah. he's just been so unlucky ravaged like properly ravaged and then they have standard 8 who's just the most consistent performer yeah Um, and then Botta yeah or Botta as a sub 8 like yeah so Arna Botta yeah 
So they so. seem to have a kind of really good squad depth at the moment. Yeah, like they are definitely building. Um, but I think this is the year to do it or... Yeah. Well, maybe... I wouldn't say necessarily like this year's opponent. Like they still have and they're absolutely stocked in the centre. Sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, with like Goggin, Arnold's... Uh, at the moment, like I won't shut up about Chris Farrell. I think he's... <laughs> I think he's class. I think he's like right there. Like obviously like I'm not putting him ahead of Gary Ringrose because like Ringrose is Ringrose. Like he's probably... I'm, like, I'm going to say the second or third best 13 in the world at the moment yeah, yeah I, think, like, I think he's definitely up there top three anyway um, but like yeah uh, just to touch on Chris Farrell um, I think he's right there do you think he'll get much game time um, see it's kind of like injury dependent like yeah. it's completely injury dependent because remember like Ringer did his had a high ankle sprain he, he actually had a bit of a rough time with injury yeah, for a did, while yeah, he yeah he didn't start the first two games, was it last year? Yeah, he was out for yeah, yeah. He yeah, was out for the, the then, first two games. Came back in. Then Henshaw got injured and yeah, he got and, back in. Yeah. And, yeah, and just did they they almost did the vice versa. Yeah. So yeah, um, with Munster obviously, kind of what happened to Leinster two three years ago? They lost the semi final of the league and semi final with the Heineken. Yeah. Then the next year they won them both. Yeah. And that happened to Munster last year, so. Yeah, and the nice draw in Edinburgh as well. Like I know. Edinburgh I know. away, yeah. They are playing really nice rugby though, so. Yeah, they are, and they have uh, they're that guy on the wing, your man Vandermeer is in for a big contract somewhere. <laughs> but it is really hard to win away in Europe. Yeah. That's the only thing. True. Um, I don't. That's the only quarter final I can see the away team winning. Yeah. Out of all, out of all. True. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, def- like definitely isn't like I don't obviously no disrespect to Edinburgh. They've like Scottish rugby has come on so far. Absolutely, first time the two teams of. It's probably the first time ever that two two Scot- Scottish teams two been. Scottish club teams have been in the quarters. Yeah. So I've no I've no problem saying that. Or no, there's no chance there's been yeah. others before, but um, yeah, I do think Munster will get through that. Uh, but um, yeah, like I like I do really have faith in Munster in comparison to other years like just with I, I know like Keatley's gone he's gone to London he's gone London to London Irish for the rest yeah. of the season and then Teresa yeah, yeah. yeah so like he was like he wasn't up to it at the like at, oh, like, at the highest level either so they yeah. were and just they missing a, good, a couple yeah. like and then they have a good few tens coming through like Bill Johnson's playing yeah a few games and then I think they have two lad for Gary Owen at the moment um, he's playing AIL Ben oh and He's really highly rated oh, down there. Yeah, they they also have uh, another winger, uh, Calvin Nash. Calvin Nash, yeah. And then they have a guy who's playing twenties who I'm eager to watch. A guy called he's he's playing AIL for Corcon, Jonathan Wren. He's starting on he's starting tomorrow for the twenties. So no, sorry, on Friday for the twenties. So I'm eager to have a look at him as well now. So um, yeah, like Munster do have a, like a very good academy coming through. Also massively rate uh, Witcherly. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> so His brother's playing for the twenty something. Yeah, he's a prop. he's a prop. Yeah, yeah. I like I like I saw Witcherly and I was like, sure, that has to be. <laughs> they yeah, they're feeding them something down there, aren't they? Yeah, they two big boys. Um, yeah. and they also had an. I'm pretty sure they've another older brother that might have been in Ross Cray in your year. I'm not sure if that was the lad I'm thinking. I would have played for. I would have played. Oh Finney, yeah, you would have played for Finney, Sorry, I thought there might have been. Another he would have been the year below me. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and that's right. Still, yeah, massive. Like you would have thought he was yeah. my year, year to, year above. So um. Okay, that's actually interesting enough. Let's touch on England. So, um, obviously... Is Farrell going to be fit? Yeah, like, I think, like, in order... A surgery for your thumb, wasn't it? That's what you got? Yeah, like, I'm, I've never heard someone come back that quickly from thumb surgery. A, and week, even to, from, a week to ten days, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and even from, like, someone who, like, played rugby at a shit level, like, <laughs> for the record, before anyone starts saying, oh, he's just playing. But, um... Yeah, that's really like, interesting. Thumb injury is so awkward. Yeah, like... 
surely he wouldn't be able to pass for at least a week and then yeah then he's recovered yeah and then even going out and getting having a those knock, physical yeah. like in like i am obviously like sure we'll have a look and see if it's heavily strapped but i think like uh England, definitely not playing 12 then if no I, I like, I, I, like if Ford and Farrell start together I think Ireland have won the game yeah before so, it even kicks off yeah I think if Farrell's not on the pitch when the when the game kicks off England you can pack your bags like yeah uh, yeah he's just unbelievable um so then what are your thoughts on so we saw Coconut goes out I don't think he was going to start anyway Ben Teo's out Ben Teo's out which is interesting I thought he was going to start so did I I thought he was going to start at 12 yeah and I thought one person I think he will start I think Slade's going to start at 13 unbelievable but like who's going to partner him Manu has to be Manu. Really has to be Manu. Yeah. Jesus, I don't know. Um, I think Manu at twelve and Slade at thirteen. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a good balance of directness versus yeah. like. But I can't see him going forward, Farrell, to Alangi. No, like I just don't think forward is going to be there. You don't think at all? No. Yeah, I just, I think England are a lot better when Farrell's at ten. Yeah. But the fact that he didn't name a third choice ten in the. Yeah. So yeah. that means you kind of have to put Ford in the bench. Yeah, no, it's in like I do think Ford would be on the bench. Yeah. I just like don't think he's going to be in the starting. Like I don't, like I don't think uh, for, that like, is Ford's a combination. I think they could use Ford, yeah. Farrell, Tulangi. Maybe even uh, as like the game progresses, if like it kind of gives them a bit of an option, the fact Farrell can shift into twelve if there yeah. is an injury. They have Jonathan yeah. Joseph as well. Yeah, just back to me. He hasn't played at all. I don't think for uh, Bath. Maybe do you think that game? he's gonna? He scored the most tries under Eddie Jones. Yeah, true. I know Eddie does like him. Eddie does like him. He's yeah. a name that has been slipping into the abyss in the last two years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. Wing, uh, Elliot Daly, obviously, today announced he's gone to Sarri. Yeah, so, yeah, Jesus, Saracens. Saracens over the next uh, couple of seasons. Really interesting because, obviously, Alex Good has been unbelievable for Saracens. Yeah. Does Elliot Daly go to 13? Does he go on the wing? 15? Is he just going to cover everywhere? Yeah, I don't know. Like, your guess is the best as mine. Yeah. You don't know what. Uh, but Saris, yeah. They're going to be a force. Like. Yeah, they're just going to keep on getting the best players. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he... Him to start in the wing? Yeah, like... I think Mike Brown's going to start a fullback. Do you think so? I think so, yeah. Yeah, like, see, Brown's, always, like, Brown's a weird one. Yeah. He? He's been, like... He will, do you remember, like, three or four seasons ago, he was unbelievable like always, so, always scores against Ireland he was so always good so Ireland. reliable I remember him making like goalkeeper-esque like like catches I remember there was a kick through when he yeah, his reflex yeah, yeah. he made some like I remember it was a ludicrous play but um, yeah so it'll be interesting to see um, fullback is obviously is huge um, I think Elliot Daly is going to be on the wing I saw the way I think and then um, who for the other one Johnny May Ashy you know, I have a big hard on for Ashy Jack like, Nell yeah yeah. like they deal with options what about Jack Nowell in the back row though yeah. <laughs> as a number 7 Eddie yeah. said yeah um, they're a bit stretched at open so I've oh, he comes out him. with some kind of comments in the media doesn't he uh, like, I just think like I'm just like even yeah. the thing about he said he's picking this squad just to beat Ireland yeah nothing about the rest of the yeah team. as if like he has like the the key like yeah. as in he's the key to the Ireland lock like it's just no it's all shy to be honest like I don't think it, we Joe Schmidt plays into that uh, I'd say yeah. they I'd say he's Gatlin a good giggle. Love, yeah. Him and Gatlin love mind games in the media. Yeah. I'd say he enjoys a good giggle, uh, Joe, uh, at, um, at Eddie's comments, because, like, they're just, like, they're nothing. Like, they're just trying to want... He's just, he's just giving the media what they want, really, isn't he? And England better without Dylan Hartley, injured. Yeah. Um, Jamie George. Jamie George, and then... Finally getting... He was... He was the sub. Is Cowan Dickey? Cowan Dickey. Yeah. I, I really rate yeah, him. Yeah, he is quality. Yeah. yeah um, funnily enough, uh, he didn't even 
he subbed for Exeter there a few weeks ago. Did he? Which I was surprised. Yeah, they had your um, oh, what's it? Uh, Jackie Endel. Yeah, he's the starting hooker he for Exeter. So. No, so, but Luke Kennedy is really, really good. Yeah, like a really yeah. back him, I remember reading. Because England fans were just crying out for Hartley to get dropped. And yeah. If he was fit, would he be? Oh, like I'd say so. I think Eddie, like Eddie, the whole and him kind captain of, thing. At least yeah. Farrell got the captain this time. I think him and Eddie kind of have like a bit of a <laughs> yeah, there synergy. Must have something going on. Yeah, yeah. There's something going on there that uh, even despite uh, like obviously like George being the best hawker in England and like whatever Hartley's disciplinary like uh, issues. Yeah. It was just like he was getting picked, so. Well, I think with Billy, liked him. Billy and Mako back. Yeah, they're like I was gonna they're say. They're gonna add huge, yeah, huge game line going forward. For I him. think England pack is a nothing pack without uh, Billy and Mako on it. In Massively, Billy, yeah. Billy especially, like Billy just gives them the front football to play to play, to play the game here. they want. Uh, Rob Shaw injured. Uh, Sam Underhill injured. Yeah. Um, Back row is it a bit light? Yeah, it Mark is. Mark Wilson at six, will he be? Yeah, Mark Wilson and then probably Tom Curry. Tom Curry. At seven, yeah. I really rate Curry. Do you? I think he's class. I think he's an out and out seven. Like he yeah. is like proper build for seven. Yeah. I did, did really well when they went down to South Africa, but Yeah. Is he the starting seven going forward? Mm. I think Underhill is quality. Yeah. Yeah, no, Underhill and obviously with that all blacks performance he was so Oh, good. he was unbelievable. Um, I just think that yeah, even though I do really like Ray Curry, I think he's he's uh, Mark he's Wilson did really well in November though. Yeah. So and he can play six, seven, and eight. But do you think that Mark Wilson, Ben Curry, and Bill and Billy are gonna come over and do a job on yeah. our back row at home? Like, I just think it would be. I just think our back row could um, could completely take, like the likes of Curry out of the game. And then. We go second row. Yeah. Are you going Courtney Laws or Joe Launchbury? Uh, or Cruz? Or Cruz? I was actually thinking Cruz and Atoja. Saracens with, yeah, the Saracens with Jamie George and Hooker. Jamie George. That trio, yeah. And Mako and Billy. Yeah. Like you have that synergy. I I'm, I'm gonna go for Cruz and uh I think Joe Launchbury. I think he really likes Joe Launchbury. Yeah, he's been a class player. Yeah, a very consistent player. But yeah, they could go all Saracens first. I think they will go all Saracens, like full but I don't think house. you put Launchbury in the bench and I think you put Courtney Laws yeah. just for impact and uh, also like Launchbury is the second row like he, yeah. and, uh, Courtney can play six, six yeah so obviously it'd be, but like yeah they are stacked in the second row um, yeah they do have options there yeah yeah um, I'd be very interested to see how the scrum goes uh, obviously it's obviously the most not the most glamorous part of the game or won't be the most uh, uh, the most exciting part of the game that most people are looking forward to and uh, for the game but like set pieces everything I think Ireland I think both teams would have a pretty airtight line out uh, Ireland especially with De- with Dev's Dev with, and J.R. Yeah. yeah Dev starting I yeah. just think he's he just doesn't make mistakes like he's no he has to start yeah um, um, I, I'm just intrigued to see how this how, like uh, what was happening LJ versus James Ryan yeah always a good battle exactly there. Um, what else so the Watching, they don't really have. They only have Dan Robson on the bench. You think no Danny Kerr? Uh, no, da- no. I think Dan Robson is the. Yeah, no yeah. Danny Kerr. Yeah. Yeah. So Danny Kerr was excluded from the from the squad. Yeah. And it was Wigglesworth, but yeah. li- like when I hear Wigglesworth, I hear just li- limited. <laughs> just limited. That's interesting about Danny Kerr. Has he gotten the wrong side of Eddie or? I'm not sure. Like actually, I really backed Danny Kerr. Si- yeah. Cipriani. Uh, yeah. Sure. You never know when he turns on you. He turns hard. Like. Yeah. Um. And when he falls, he falls hard, as we know with Hartley. So, 
Um, yeah, I think Robson will be on the bench. Like I just think like if if fucking um, Ben Youngs goes down injured in the first five minutes and Wigglesworth at like thirty three come like like I'm happy enough to write him off like. <laughs> uh, nine points. The bookies have it. Minus nine. Yeah, are you gonna yeah. lump on that, are we? No, I think that's pretty wide. Like. Yeah. Um, maybe if you take Owen Farrell and Billy Vinopola in that English team, nine points wide. Like. And then Irish team, are you gonna name your twenty three now or? Yeah. Okay. So this is the. Okay. So. It could be a bit controversial here, but uh, so front row, I'm gonna go. Jack McGrath, Rory Best, Ty Furlong. I think that picks itself. What McGrath? Sorry, Healy. Healy yeah, yeah, yeah. Healy, Healy. Healy. Um, Toner, James Ryan, Peter Mahoney, Vanderfleer, Stander. Agree. I yeah. think that's all kind of. It's that pretty, picks itself. Yeah. That's box off. Yeah. That's box off and all. Connor Murray Sexton. Yeah, Connor Murray Sexton, and then we have Bundy, Bundy Ringer, uh, Earls and Stockdale. Yeah, and then Henshaw. Henshaw, fullback, as we touched on earlier. Yeah. Um, uh, now this is when it starts to get interesting so we have obviously Sean Luke, Cronin Luke McGrath sorry I just want to touch on Luke McGrath Luke, Luke McGrath is 8 for 8 obviously 8 for 8 weeks so yeah. like I know John Cooney Co- like Cooney and then we have Blade John Blade yeah. no it has to be Cooney yeah like it does have to be Cooney and I like and I do think that this is the kind of opportunity that like has been kind of on the horizon but like it's almost been out it's been it's been there to kind of reach out for John Cooney but he hasn't quite been able to touch it yeah, is it there was speculation yeah. with the All Blacks and yeah, everything? He's then. been unbelievable since he's gone to Ulster. Yeah, like completely light lighten up his career. Like it's, completely, yeah. Yeah, and he's changed that Ulster team as well. Oh, completely! Like he's brought them. Like what I noticed is, is like in terms of like good players can really stand out in poor teams, and that's exactly what Ulster were last season. Like there's no denying it. So Cooney stepped up and he was and kicking really well as well. He's he's looking very well rounded. Yeah. Um. Obviously, so, if with Sex and Joey, he's third choice kicker there. Isn't yeah, he? yeah. So, so like, yeah, no, as in, I'm just like for Cooney. I just think this is the opportunity that he's been waiting for. Will so. he get on though? Schmidt did did that thing with Murray where he just played literally eighty minutes for. Yeah, I do think there's a there there is a reasonable chance that Murray will play eighty minutes. Yeah, I reckon it, it's not set in stone. Depends on like the fluidity of the game. If it's like if it is like four points. Uh, in the game with like three minutes left in England oh no sorry with like ten minutes left in England or kind of have the momentum I can't see Cooney no. strolling on but like if Ireland are ten points fifteen points ahead he's coming on so, so like, then a full Leinster front row replacement uh, Sean yeah. Cronin Porter and Jack McGrath yeah, yeah I agree yeah number 19 yeah is he gonna go Delan or Quinroo uh Apparently Quinn Roo is a quite a good scrummager, I've heard. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Delan has massive power and impact off the bench. True, but like I haven't heard like I'm not, like I it just concerns me that I haven't heard much about Alton Delan in the past three years. Like, he, he has been injured a good bit, hasn't he? He has been yeah. injured, but like I don't know. He really broke onto the scene. Was that the Twicklam game? Yeah, do you remember three years ago. Proper like yeah, proper, yeah. proper galloping, I remember. He's yeah. a, when he gets going, um, it, it was, was him, it was Delan, Vanderfleer and McCluskey, I think they all made the debuts that day. Yeah, or like around that time. Yeah, I, I think Van der Fleer anyway definitely made his debut. Yeah. I remember we lost by, I think we lost by, and he scored thirteen and got points. Yeah, he got help. Yeah. yeah, that that was a bit of a shaft. A yeah. few people. I remember a few happy people, uh, <laughs> unhappy people about the handicap spread. Uh, people thought that it was over. M- myself being one of them that day. Um, but, um, <laughs> so you're gonna go? I'm gonna go Quinru. Yeah, um, I yeah, I like I reckon Quinru is kind of been lurking around the edges of the squad. 
uh, regardless of people's opinions of him on his game or whatever he's Schmidt been, seems to like him I he's think. been on the edge of the squad for a lot longer than like in, in more recent times yeah Nelson's than, uh, system probably yeah and yeah yeah. I think Quinn Rue as well number 20 Sean O'Brien yeah. yeah can cover everywhere Cooney sub yeah Cooney Joey Carberry Joey Carberry and here we go and here this we go the, <laughs> the one everyone's been waiting one. for <laughs> yeah this is the juicy one so I'll let you start I'm going to go Will Allison okay um, just because he can cover 13 and 15 do you think versatility should prioritise over experience yeah 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 really okay because um, I don't think does, does Larmer have that much more experience than him he's, he's he's played like he's been starting for Leinster in the like he's been playing against so is Will Will Allison's playing the Hang Cup as well yeah I know but like I don't know I just think that Larmer has been in a lot more clutch situations I know Larmer at times like people could question like people no like be he's been unbelievable every time he's played for Ireland yeah. and Leinster yeah, and the fact that he played thirteen in Twickenham, like we said earlier, and then played all three of the Australia tests when he came on. Yeah, so he's probably the more favourite to get to get picked in that twenty three. Yeah, um, probably unlucky to miss out in the fifteen jersey as well. Yeah, if if Carney isn't. Yeah, if Carney's in right, I do think Carney, like I don't think Carney's right, but with the twenty three jersey, if say Ireland find themselves in a tricky spot, and players are going down we have a couple of injuries do you want Larmer to come on and bring a bit of X Factor or do you want Addison to come on or I think Addison 20- has X Factor as well yeah but obviously Larmer has the best footwork probably yeah. in Europe at the moment yeah beat him on in a phone box <laughs> yeah. yeah and Murray Kinsley gift that yeah we coined um, that yeah sorry I should have fought, fought and outed Murray there yeah I wasn't trying to steal your thunder there um, but um, yeah so I because know, Larmer I was, can play in the wing as well yeah that's versatility as well he can yeah true It'd be interesting. That's probably the only one I don't can't call to mount. Yeah, sure. Like we we'll find could it. Be, could be like Car- could be Carney. Yeah. Could Carney be twenty three? It could. Well, yeah, it could be. I just can't see it happening. Yeah. As in, like I think it would be more of a mugging on Carney just being like that because that'll be like a direct drop. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Does he bring much off the bench as well compared to no the other two? Yeah. No, he he doesn't like like if we're honest, like Rob Carney, what like what Rob Carney has been last few years has been. Could Stop. it just could it just be smoke though that Henshaw's at fifteen? All the paper talk. Oh, I don't know. Or, or is this? Yeah. There's always a, like, like someone knows something. <laughs> yeah, like like there's no smoke without fire. Yeah. So. Um. Well, yeah, no strange things have happened, but I just think that uh, like, just in terms of like a firepower off the bench, like oh, if if chasing God, the game, God forbid, we're chasing the game. Uh, I I wouldn't be exactly overjoyed to see Rob Carnage come on and like sever up the probably uh, probably what's going to be a pretty t- tight uh, England defence I'd be looking to looking to like some armour for a bit of a spark and do you think anyone else is on the cusp of the 23 um, is anyone unlucky to miss out yeah like I'm sure there is a few um, Conway see. seems to be very unlucky the last few yeah I think Conway is definitely one of them he's really on form for Munster's mode yeah he's scoring so many tries he has a great uh, eye for the line as well he's probably one of the best finishers He's probably the second best finisher in Irish rugby. And he's not the tallest player, but he's very good in the air. For yeah, I, I like one thing I noticed for him in the air. He's just exceptionally committed. Do you mean like he doesn't like ever, you wouldn't ever see him? He doesn't half 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 has anything. It's almost like hundred percent in there. Yeah. yeah, he's he's like fearless. Just he, he's not a fair to like like there's been a few times that you've seen him go up in the air and he's been flung like a rag doll onto his back or. Like even with the was it with the James Lowe uh, instant like Conway was the one who ended up on his head like 
and like the, like, I, like I just think he's a very committed player in the air. Um, so talking about the result, I think Ireland. Ireland uh, at home. Ireland to win, but Schmidt's last Six Nations. Yeah, I think Ireland to win, but the minus nine is questionable. If they win all their games, they go number one for the first time ever. Yeah, like that has to be an incentive for Schmidt. Yeah, as in like I don't think there's any motivational issues. I think. Yeah. Like ever since the like, oh, we have the Grand Slam. We're not gonna take like that's not Joe Schmidt. We don't take the foot off the gas. Yeah, but would you like them to lose the game before the World Cup, or would you? No, like I just, I'm pretty happy where Irish rugby is. At the I moment. think the hype is gonna keep on going if. Yeah, but like, like the hype was there for the last six nations. Like the hype was there. I don't think it's as big as it is now, especially yeah. in a World Cup year. Yeah, no, but like obviously this hype is a result from the Grand Slam last year, and then a clean sweep in the. Has anyone ever has many teams backed up a Grand Slam? I don't Gone think gone back so. to back. I don't think I like it'd be a fact that I'd have to look up. Yeah. But um like that could be something Schmidt Not in recent times, yeah. Anyway. You know how competitive Schmidt is, like he the, the legacy. Yeah. I don't think it's about him that in terms of like in like in his eyes, like no, he's not yeah, he'll like, never like Yeah. I I even remember when the lads were lifting the trophy and going around Twickelham, he was Yeah, he was like it's away. the boys, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I back like um yeah, I just think we're a more well-rounded team. We have a better coach, and at I home think, we don't lose at home. And at home, we're pretty impactful in the Aviva. Like I can't see us, but uh, yeah, the minus nine for uh, for those gamblers out there, I wouldn't be considering that a shoe in either. I just think with Billy and uh, Mako and just a strong Saracen. It's gonna be a really tight game. You it's think? gonna be yeah, it's gonna be very tight. Yeah, um, so score. I'm just looking forward to uh, a good game of Eden now on Saturday. Um, or are you going to the game yourself? Unfortunately not, but I will be watching it. Uh, hopefully in some cosy pub yeah. with a pint of Guinness. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm currently frantically looking for a ticket. So if there's anyone out here listening, <laughs> just DM me, please. Um, but um, I found it today. Definitely going to the game, the Cardiff game. So, oh, unbelievable! Yeah. 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 So if um, if Ireland can oblige by uh, winning the open game, I'm just going to see the because Wales have excitement. Tr- Wales have three at home. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That could be dark horse Wales. But like it's the it's it's kind of like a deja vu though because two thousand nine ten years ago today Ireland last came on Paddy's Day with the drop goal us to win the Grand Slam. Oh, Gara. So it's like a ten year like the fixtures rotate like that. So we have the same schedule as we did ten years ago. So it goes England. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like I don't even know. We France at home. Yeah. No. No. We, so we have we have England France and. Um, just England France home yeah England France home and then we have Scotland Wales, yeah Wales and Italy away so Wales last game yeah Wales last game on Paddy's Day so unbelievable still have a still have a nightmare about Paddy Wallace you know the the, um, the the reaching for glory documentary like oh she's <laughs> like uh, that's actually that's actually class I need to watch that scene just to build the hype but um, yeah so um, you're going for France and France and Ireland and yeah. I'm going to go Wales and Ireland okay and no, sorry you're going for Wales yeah sorry I'm going for I'm Wales going, I'm back in France at home yeah um, so we might as well touch on over here we might as well have a bit of a chat like not to completely disregard, disregard like I know Jamie Heaslip had a, a spectacular mugging of Scotland when uh, he broke into like an excited fist pump when we drew uh, when we drew them in the World Cup draw <laughs> which pissed off a lot of Scots Scotland have come on a long way and obviously we're back in Scotland to beat Italy um, they do oh have, yeah, yeah um, minus 24 yeah minus 24 minus I saw 24, that yeah. um, Scotland have come along. I just don't think that they're gonna like compete in terms of for the Six Nations this year not to say that they can't and they could definitely 
like I do I think they'll get a scalp yeah I think they will um, I will be anxious about going to Murrayfield like it's, it's oh a, it's, it's a, such a hard place it's, to go. it's a nervy plot, spot like yeah um, do they France at home as well or are they away uh, to France oh I can't I can't even remember because I think if they play France away like France in yeah. BT Murrayfield they could get a yeah I reckon they would beat France if they have them at home yeah so do but, I um, they do have a few good young players now coming up Hugh I've, Jones is unbelievable at yeah. 15 Nick Rigg Hog at 15 like yeah. you know like it's a very good team yeah like all like all the elements are there for Scotland it's just all about they probably try to play too much rugby at times yeah. that's what a lot of people say Finn Russell as well a bit of like kind of a, like I've seen him play for Rossing a bit bit of a big ego like in the sense, since getting that big contract I just think he can be a bit of a headless sometimes like kicking the ball dead from penalties when he's just gone for the corner he can just be a bit I don't know he's either really on like he's great when everything's going your way but when he's on the back foot I think that I don't know he's just he can just make a bit like some arrogant decisions at times on the pitch and then they have Laidlaw at nine yeah um, I reckon he's just going to kick everything isn't he I think to be honest I think Piergoss uh, Piergoss or um, who's the Glasgow nine for fuck's sake uh, Ali Price have just a good, has just as good of a chance of starting um, I, d- I do think that is a slight weakness though for Scotland is their non-position I, like I'm not mad on Pierre Goss on Price I just think I remember Price had a shocker um, against uh, Wales last year do you remember he threw the intercept for Gareth yeah, Davies yeah. and like I just think, think he didn't look comfortable Adam Hastings as well is doing very well yeah he'll be, he'll be sub 10 will he um, could he start Finn Russell at 12 could they do that oh, I, I can't see it but like <laughs> why not like as in like I, I'd enjoy to see it but I just can't see it happening but um, one player to keep an eye on um, Darcy Graham uh, he's the winger for Edinburgh he's just coming out of 20s and he's been savage he scored a class try there a couple of weeks ago against Toulon and then they obviously have like Scotland are actually stacked in the, in the winger they have King Maitland Kinghorn, Maitland, Byron McGuigan as well. So, I am like I'm not completely riding off Scotland. I do think that they they are a very good team. I just don't think they're they're good enough to compete with Wales, Ireland, or England. But they're not I far think behind. Be good games like it's yeah. not like in the past where they got beaten thirty points. Yeah, like, yeah, and like even a couple of years ago in Twickenham they lost by like forty points. I don't think they're they're that no, bad I think, anymore. I think they're peaking well towards the World Cup. Yeah, but like it's gonna be a tough game against them in the World Cup. Like yeah. Yeah, so like I just personally can't wait for Friday. Um, what do you what are you doing for the Wales game? Uh, I'm actually going to the Dogs on Friday. Oh, really? We're in Shelburne. Yeah, oh, yeah. always a great night, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The dogs. yeah, never been before, so that should be a bit of crack. And then hopefully, hopefully the Wales game's on. Yeah, somewhere there to watch that. Surely you'll go looking for uh somewhere anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go looking in the corner for uh, TV. Yeah, a stream. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah that's our Six Nations preview done so thanks William for coming on and, well, thanks uh, for having me Colin it was a pleasure yeah yeah, no, it was good crack now and uh, thanks to all the listeners for tuning in for the latest episode of Lifting the Veil thanks very much <laughs>